Buenas noches y bienvenidos a Charla Comunitaria. Hoy tenemos un programa muy bueno y no se lo debe perder. Tengo conmigo hoy al señor Paul Shaw. Él es el director de la orquesta PA Sinfonia. La orquesta PA Sinfonia. Bienvenido a Charla Comunitaria. ¿Cómo usted está? Welcome to Charlotte Comunitaria, Director Paul Show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us, Aurea. It's a, it's a real pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. And on my right side, you won't be able to see him, but I am. <laughs> I have with me the mayor of Allentown, Alcalde Mateo, and he is Matt Turk. Welcome to Charlotte Comunitaria. Muchísimas gracias. Un placer estar aquí con ustedes, con Aurelia y con Paul. Y Estoy muy emocionado por hablar sobre todo el tema de hoy. Me encanta cuando hablan español. Hasta los alcaldes estamos hablando español. Qué lindo. Este, hoy es un tema muy bonito porque es la música. Y la música nos une en todas formas. Así que yo quisiera, antes de ir a lo que vamos a hablar hoy, yo quiero que ustedes, el público, conozcan a las personas que yo tengo a mi lado aquí, porque son personas, antes de tener un título, antes de tener cualquier cosa, son personas, personas de carne y hueso, para que ustedes entiendan quiénes son. Before we go into all the things that we're going to go in today, I want you to meet the person behind the title, because they're just human beings, and they are here with their wonderful, wonderful talents that God gave them. So, Director Paul, Can you please tell me who you are, where you come from? Sure, thank you, Aurea. This uh, orchestra, the Pennsylvania Symphonia, has been a part of my life for many years. Uh, I played with them as concertmaster back in probably 30 years ago. Um, I was on the faculty, uh, founded the orchestra program at Lehigh University, where I was for about uh, a dozen years. But I started out playing the violin when I was almost three years old, and believe that music has been something that's really transformed my life in so many different ways that there's probably not time to fully discuss. But uh, suffice it to say that I think music is a universal language. I, I believe that uh, music also can transform lives. And really through imagination and creativity, uh, does so much for our young people. And so Part of my uh, joy in, in this season's efforts with the Pennsylvania Symphonia has been to work with um, Aurea and the Hispanic Heritage Month team to present a half hour of 45 minutes of music and, and narration about the Peter and the Wolf story by Sergei Prokofiev on September 16th. Uh, we're delighted to work with the team at Touchstone and Hispanic Heritage Month group just to encourage young people to be submitting some illustrations about this story. And hopefully we will be able to display those illustrations by these children at our first subscription concert uh, on October 7th in Allentown that will feature Mayor Turk doing the narration. And I'm delighted just to have the opportunity to work with the mayor and uh, was so um, excited about uh, his enthusiasm for this project. And obviously being a fluent Spanish speaker, I just thought this would be another way to reach out to a broader audience Um, with uh, some, some really terrific music. So that's, that's what I'd have to say. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this collaboration and certainly inviting 
your audience and others to bring uh, their families and friends to this concert on October 7th. Y vamos a ir. También se lo olvidó mencionar, and you forgot to mention that there are four musicians from Venezuela. And one of the things that's so exciting that the kids will be able to have like a representation of the Latin uh, musicians within the PA Sinfonia. Is this the first time that they ever did that? Or, or? No, these Venezuelan musicians have been a part of us for many years. Um, many of them have participated in the El Sistema program in Venezuela, which is quite well known. And so they're terrific musicians with terrific training. I think we have actually quite a diverse uh, group of musicians, but I'm really pleased that they can stand up as examples from the Latin community where music has also affected their lives and um, that they're contributing to the community because one of our most important um, part of our mission is really community engagement. And so this effort is just one of many that we're starting to build uh, in the community because I think there's a lot to celebrate here in Allentown and Bethlehem. And um, I, I am just so pleased about everybody's enthusiasm for our work. Hay mucho hispano aquí. Hay mucho que hay mucho tela que cortar. Y aquí tengo a mi lado al alcalde Mateo. Hola. Alcalde Mateo. Qué gusto y qué placer de, de tenerlo. Un alcalde que habla español, ¿ok? Qué raro. No se equivoque. <laughs> <laughs> Cuénteme, antes de ir a, a, a lo que nosotros venimos hoy, que es hablar de, de esta obra, eh, dígame de usted. ¿Quién es el alcalde Mateo? <risa> hay, hay mucho que decir sobre eso, pero quiero enfocar mi comentario en, en cuanto a la música. Okay. Um, especialmente, por, espero que todo el mundo me conozca en este momento. Okay. Este, ya tengo tiempo como, un, tiempo como alcalde de la ciudad de Allentown. Uh -huh. Tengo mucho orgullo de mi puesto. Uh -huh. Tengo mucho orgullo de ser el primer latino que, eh, o de, de herencia hispana que sea el alcalde de la ciudad de Allentown, que es una ciudad de mayoría eh, población latina. Eh, pero hablando de la música y mi participación ¿Cómo no? en Vamos eso, yo creo que es interesante. But let me also, I think we're also speaking to some of our English speakers. Exactly. So. We, we, we could change both. So I, I can go both. I can <laughs> yes. mention both things. So it's just, as I was saying, I think that I can talk about myself as a person a little bit. I think there's quite a bit out there. And I think yeah. that you know, we can talk about lots of different Matt Turk things. As, you know, Paul mentioned a lot of his life related to music. But if I can talk for a second about my relationship with music and my connection to this performance that we're going to be working on in a little bit here. So I, music has always been a, a kind of fundamental part of my life, a key part of my mm -hmm. life. As a kid, I can remember playing my dad's Neil Young and Beatles and Rolling Stones records um, in the, the mid-70s and sometimes using them as Frisbees, but always <laughs> having this relationship with music. And interestingly, my, my grandmother is Cuban. And at that time, for whatever reason, we got a lot of Cuban culture from my grandmother, from food and a little bit of language and some other things, but never music. The music was always missing somehow. And it's interesting because obviously like bachata and merengue are so important to Dominican culture and salsa <laughs> for Puerto Rican culture. And these are things that are present in Cuba, but in the late 70s, it just wasn't something that we had access to. Maybe it was just that eight-track tapes didn't exist with <laughs> that type of music. Um, so it was always, I always felt a little disconnected from this very significant part of our culture. And so to me, this is 
the the opportunity to do this, which is kind of blending our our cultures together, this kind of European classical culture, and then translating into Spanish is exciting to me. Mm -hmm. Como decía en español que yo tengo una relación con música desde la niñez y es una parte importante, una parte clave de mi crianza escuchando a, la, a los discos de mi padre de Rolling Stones y de los Beatles y de Neil Young eh, pero esa cultura se, la cultura que me hacía falta de la parte de mi abuela que, que es cubana es que ella nos transmitió varias partes de, de la cultura cubana a través de la comida y, y el idioma y varias otras cosas pero nos, hace, nos hacía falta la música por alguna razón, no sé, tal vez del los años 70 no era disponible en, era. en los estados, pero el, la música no era parte de, de esta... Celia Cruz. Este no, 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 nosotros cogimos prestado de Celia Cruz, los puertorriqueños, porque ella iba azúcar. Azúcar, y eso es importante. Y, y durante los años, mi, mi vida más tarde, me yo pude hablar o escuchar a la música de de Buena Vista Social Club, aparte de, oh, eh, como parte de, de la cultura aquí en los estados, que eso entró mm -hmm. a nuestro eh, diálogo con mm -hmm. la música, pero durante la niñez no tenía acceso a, a eso. Y para pues, pa, pa tener la oportunidad de, de conectar la cultura con Pedro y el Lobo, con y esa forma de europea con nuestro idioma del Caribe es interesante. Pero es fascinante la música, ¿verdad? It's really fascinating the music because how, how, you know, like we are talking about here, like Russian composer came and did this and now we're talking and we're going to do it in Spanish because music is universal, like you were saying. And this will help our children, like children connecting with music, especially in, in the arts because... Uh, I was talking to the director, Paul uh, Shaw, and I was telling him that I, I went to college and, and I needed one class. And the class was, it was music, but I didn't know what kind of, it was Baroque music. Mm. It was opera. Like, it was four-hour class, and I slept all, I slept through it. <laughs> but then, You're breaking his heart. <laughs> no, 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 but they, he, he got really happy after I said no. But the thing is, the teacher was in love with music. Mm -hmm. And I see love here for the music, see, loving your part to try to get it to the Hispanic community, because many of us, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican and, and we didn't have that, that type of classical music in our life. We have salsa, mere, all, all these, but a little classical, yes, but not, not as much. So when this happens, you open the doors to everybody to learn something, to make the story short. At last, I did learn uh, now that every time they put me on hold is Vivaldi that is doing that for the four seasons. So you, at least I know, I recognize them. Dun, 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 dun. Because you gave it that, that teacher, that, that, that person took their time and their effort. So that is wonderful what you're doing today and what you're telling our, our audience today. Now, let's learn more about Pedro y el Lobo. What I have is it's a very popular story. Give me a brief description of what you're trying to portray with Pedro y el Lobo or Peter and the Wolf. Sure. Well, just reflecting on what you said earlier, I think music is very transformative, as I said, and provides skills that, you know, in my business career, both on Wall Street as, as well as now as a consultant, 
I think people don't often realize that creativity, uh, being able to manage abstract systems, work as a team, these skills are what executives actually are looking for today. So beyond the fact that it's a love for music and culture, um, there are some practical attributes to being engaged in music, uh, creative problem solving, mm-hmm. things like this that really benefit all, all listeners. But the, the real beauty for me is that no matter what culture it comes from, it could be Asia, it could be Argentina. I just spent several weeks in Brazil. I just got back and am always amazed in Brazil about you know, the Portuguese, the African uh, Portuguese, um, uh, Afro-Brazilian culture as to how rhythms and harmony have infiltrated their music. And a lot of Western classical composers actually embraced a lot of uh, these other languages of music. So it truly is a universal language. When we think sometimes about orchestra music, we think about dead white European, Western European composers. But frankly, it's, it's a lot richer than that. And our orchestra is able to play music from all cultures, um, which is something that I'm exploring more deeply uh, as I've taken over that directorship. But Peter and the Wolf, yes, interesting. Again, a creative effort by Prokofiev. Certainly, Russian composers used a lot of uh, fairy tales and legends in their music. Uh, Stravinsky's Firebird, you know, another example, as there are many um, imagination-stoking stories. And this one is particularly poignant because there is actually a narrator involved who is actually telling that story about Peter and the wolf and the various uh, animals along Peter's journey uh, with the challenge and the conflict with, with the wolf and how they choose to resolve that challenge uh, with the wolf being taken to the zoo instead of killed. And I think there are lots of messages in that. And, uh, and we happen to have the narrator right here. We do. <laughs> now, Alcalde Mateo. Mm-hmm. Pedro y el Lobo. Dígame, ¿cuál es la moraleja de este cuento? Eh, yo, la verdad es que yo conozco eh, Pedro y el Lobo a través de mi eh, educación de niño, como de segundo grado, tercer grado. Nosotros tuvimos la oportunidad de escuchar a Pedro el Lobo y eso yo creo que para niños era una oportunidad de, de conectar esta, la, esta, la educación. Es la oportunidad de, de entender la conexión entre la música y la extensión de una educación. Pues era un vehículo para dar una idea de los instrumentos, de cada instrumento tiene su personaje. Eh, eso es como yo lo entiendo. Uh-huh. Eh, como narrador... Yo estoy buscando, la, la moraleja no es tan importante <risa> en, en mi presentación que la, la, el concepto de abrir la puerta a nuevo, eh, eh, tal vez fanático de, de música, pero más que todo el, abrir la puerta a la educación. Es que yo veo una oportunidad de aprender en la música como oportunidad de, de expandir o, o pensar en sistemas de otra forma. O sea... So I, I don't know so much about the morality of Pedro and the Wolf um, in this discussion. I, my exposure to Pedro and the Wolf is more as a kid mm-hmm. 
connect listening to it in second or third grade or whatever and connecting the instrument to the animal and this was a, a way to get kids to understand the depth of musical education but i think it's a nice vehicle for communicating this broader musical education that helps open a lot of different pathways right and that's what I, to me is is exciting about this particular opportunity so i'm not a spanish speaker by birth by mm-hmm. or even by growing up i learned to speak spanish as an adult and i think that what's interesting here is that there's an opportunity to teach somebody we have an opportunity to teach somebody something about a new way of thinking about things about a new way of speaking about things that's the beauty of music and particularly connecting with the things that aren't part of our everyday culture pues Aquí tenemos una oportunidad de, de, de mostrar una otra cultura, la cultura de la música clásica y de Rusia a nuestra cultura, que normalmente habla español y no necesariamente tiene una conexión, pero con eso, abriendo una puerta, haciendo un puente entre la música y nuestro idioma, eso me interesa mucho. Es un crecimiento, uh-huh. o sea, el aprender algo nuevo, el aprender algo que va a abrir puertas, como están ustedes diciendo, porque esto no tan solo es música, esto es una forma de pensar, una forma de, de recibir esa música, porque nos está abriendo las puertas a más entendimiento de lo que es el mundo, ¿Cómo yo puedo apreciar a Brasil? ¿Cómo yo puedo apreciar a, a China? ¿Cómo yo puedo apreciar al mundo si no los conozco? Uh-huh. Si no conozco su música, si no conozco su comida, si no conozco... No los puedo apreciar, porque digo, eso es extraño. Pero si lo hago parte, un poquito más razonable para mí, entendiéndolo, yo creo que es algo ma- maravilloso. Que Pedro y el Lobo, aparte de que uno de los grandes eh, eh, cosas que nos enseñan es, bueno, este, en, el, en el clásico dicen que, pues, dicen la importancia de la cooperación, la responsabilidad, el coraje, eh, que no se miente, todas esas cosas que son bonitas para los niños, pero a la misma vez con, se, se le enseñan con música. Y también que aprenda su instrumento. Y eso es el texto. El texto es el texto, pero mm-hmm. para mí el, el importante es el subtexto. Mm-hmm. So the text of the, you know, the moral of the story or whatever, we can put that aside for a second. We can. The most important thing is opening those new pathways. And especially music, I think this is something that Paul appreciates. When you learn, and I didn't, you know, I like blew a trumpet as a third grader wandering around <laughs> the project I lived in. Mine was a sax. Yeah, but I don't know how much I was learning from thinking about trying to read music. But I know from my kids, when you learn to think about the world in a different, with a different language, that language can be music, but it can open your mind to allow you to learn other verbal languages mm. or other computer languages. That's one of the things that I get so excited about when I think about music for young people. And it opens the way for us all to communicate in in one simple language like music. Now, for the now I, I know the angle that, that you're taking in in this wonderful. I mm. love that one. It is providing this music, especially like as a teacher. So we could go there in the schools and everything. One of the things that we, we use a special education teacher with music mm-hmm. to teach. So That's something that I believe that, that you're incorporating as well? or Yes, the, the skills really of being exposed to music, as Mayor Matt has indicated, really go deeper than just the, the understanding that this is the way a flute sounds. But associating a sound with a character 
and being affected by the music itself, interpreting, understanding how to read the music, understanding how to manipulate the sound such that it makes the character come alive. It takes creativity and, and takes imagination. And it's those kinds of people, certainly, that I help try to hire in executive roles in my current capacity as a search consultant. When we're talking about leadership, we often are talking about people who are collaborative, people who are good communicators, people who can sort out complex solutions to problems. And and all those activities certainly are developed uh, as a musician trains, but it's an awful fun way to also gain these skills. And uh, that's, that's the beauty that I think music provides. And it's just fun. It's just plain fun. Alcalde, este, cuando le dijeron a usted, ¿quiere ser el narrador de, de esta historia? Ya usted me, me estaba diciendo el por qué. Eh, y eso me, al principio decía, bueno, okay, ¿cómo yo voy a...? Pero eso me, me alegra tanto porque entiendo entonces su modo de pensar no tan solo está en la simpleza de una historia, sino en la profundidad que tiene el aprender sobre algo que no entendemos, algo que no sabemos. Y, y qué bonito cuando estos niños, cuando empiecen a ir a, a la Hispanic Heritage y empiecen a oír esa flauta o empiezo a oír ese, no sé, lo, son cuatro instrumentos creo que, que van a estar tocando. ¿Cuáles son los instrumentos? Which are the instruments that are going to be? So the instruments that will be performing for the students uh, on September 16th will be a flute, an oboe, a clarinet, a bassoon, and a French horn. So this is known as a, a woodwind quintet, and they have an arrangement of Peter and the Wolf that they can perform for the students to make examples of each of these characters. Now, we're missing timpani and trombones and things, but they will get a taste of, you know, what the duck and the bird sound like and, you know, how these sounds might remind them of these uh, these animals. And the narrator, uh, who is uh, a cellist in our orchestra, who's from Venezuela, will tell that story so that the students can understand what is actually happening. And we'll ask them to submit some illustrations at, at the end of the program uh, so that we can collect them and display them at our concert. And if uh, they bring their, their illustration with them, their family will get free tickets to come into the concert. So. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. Alcalde Mateo, ¿qué usted le dice a la gente eh, sobre venir a esta hermosa presentación? ¿Qué usted le dice? Como él menciona, este, una de las cosas clave que eh, primordial del concepto de participar en eso es la representación. Pues en la sinfonía tenemos los lo músicos venezolanos y esa es una oportunidad de, de, para los lo niños ver un ejemplo de que, qué puedo hacer. Además, cuando yo estoy participando como el narrador, yo también le puedo enseñar un ejemplo de qué puedo hacer. Es que nosotros le damos una, un ejemplo de, de las posibilidades. Y eso es, cuando nosotros estamos hablando de, de todo eso, queremos invitar a los jóvenes a imaginarse en, en esta posición, sea como música o sea como alcalde. 
es que le queremos invitar a, a nuestro mundo. That's, so part of why we do this is for representational purposes. Mm. So whether it's the Venezuelan musician or the, the mayor who's narrating in Spanish, when, when they see somebody that speaks like them or looks like them, and they feel like they're invited to step into our shoes and, and be that musician or, or, or be that, that mayor, I think that's one of the, the cool things that comes out of doing this project. It's not just the music, edu the music education is great, the text is great, but this idea that like you can be exposed to something and you can see like lots of different pathways or possibilities that are open to you. That's what one of the things that I was excited about when I when Paul asked me to, to take it to consider doing this. And you know what? You got more excited. You got me more excited because now I understand even deeper. You know, because when I was coming into the interview, I said, "Okay, let me see how this goes." But but now I'm really really in love with the project because really it gets at a higher level. Mm -hmm. It's a higher note. It, it says, you know, you're a human being. El alcalde, el alcalde Mateo. Exacto. Y el director show, igualmente. El director, uh, usted, su país de origen es la China. It's, it's a wonderful opportunity to give our youth the ability to go above and think, you know what? Nothing is impossible if I put my effort into it. So you cannot miss it. Señoras y señores, ustedes no pueden llevarse a sus hijos. Traigan sus niños este, a esta hermosa presentación que se va a dar. ¿Cuándo se va a dar a cabo? Alcalde, usted le, le puede decir a la gente. Eh, vamos a estar el sábado, el 7 de octubre, empezando a las 7 y media en el First Presbyterian Church, que se encuentra en la esquina de Tillman y Cedarcrest en Allentown. Estamos haciendo una uh, presentación con la Sinfonía de Pensilvania de Pedro y el Lobo. Uh, director Show. And to um, order tickets, you can go to our website at pasymphonia.org and order online. And if uh, you prefer to call, you can call 610-434-7811. Again, that's 610-434-7811 and order your tickets. But if you have... A student who comes to the concert uh, on September 16th as part of Hispanic Heritage Month, and they provide an illustration, the student and family will get in for free. El sábado 7 de octubre es la presentación. Director Show, can you please tell me? Hispanic Heritage is September 16th. You're going to have a presentation there where kids and their families are going to be able to get tickets for the Peter and the Wolf uh, concert. It, uh, we won't be selling tickets at the event on September 16th, but we would encourage them to call or visit our website. But what we do encourage them to do is to, there will be some uh, supplies for them to draw their illustrations, and there will be a way for us to obtain those illustrations to post them during the concert. And if they have an illustration, they are welcome to come to the front of the church and they will be admitted for free. So there's no okay. reason for them to have to buy tickets. Please give me some more information about the concert. 
So the concert will take place on October 7th at the First Presbyterian Church in Allentown. And it will feature both Peter and the Wolf with the mayor uh, doing the narration, as well as Simone Maurer, who is our concertmaster, playing Piazzolla's Four Seasons from Argentina. So it's a very Latin-based program, very entertaining, and we look forward to uh, seeing everybody there. The concert starts at 7.30 p.m., uh, again, at the First Presbyterian Church on Saturday, October 7th. We hope to see you there. And we're going to be there. So, para todos los comunitarios que me están escuchando, ustedes están escuchando, Alcalde Mateo, un millón de gracias por estar aquí. Muchas gracias por la invitación. Un placer. Uh, director Show, gracias. Thank you for being here. And muchas gracias a toda la audiencia. Gracias por escucharnos. Gracias. If you enjoyed this program, please go to WDIY.org or the WDIY app to share or become a WDIY member.